0: the first time that we've offered to help we sent uh, a list of engineers uh, four years ago for the first time that, that basically people saying that we've got the necessary skills we're willing to help escom to restore uh, generation capacity as much as possible and um, that list was ignored or oh, it was after mr gordon said they have the a severe skill shortage but it seems that the, the hour has become very late and now um uh, they've asked us for this list again so we're now Uh, Basically, just making sure that everyone on that list uh, is still willing and able. And then we'll send it back and say, these are guys. Uh, Several of these worked at ESCOM. um, Others are just willing to uh, come and help out. Uh, There's uh, people on there who are now in the Philippines busy building power plants for another country, uh, solving their power crisis. Um, And everyone there says, we're more than willing to come and come back, uh, to help Mm -hmm. um, and come back to South Africa and solve this issue. Mm -hmm. However, I think we we don't need to uh, be. Well, we need to be honest with ourselves. ESCOM alone is not going to solve the
1: power crisis. Yeah, it takes and a collective is, effort, yes. So so, so, which skills yeah. are required at ESCOM currently, and why is it so challenging for the power utility to acquire the necessary skills?
0: Um, uh, why is, well, I think you, you had nine years of state capture in which we saw an exodus of skills uh, just being, basically people being pushed aside who were competent to allow <laughs> corruption and looting and um, now you've got uh, a working atmosphere that's, that's most likely not conducive for skilled competent people to work in um, and uh, with, uh, I, I suspect that exodus needs to be reversed somehow and uh, we can see it with uh, in the energy availability fact, uh, energy availability factor of escom that has dropped steadily every single year um as the plants just get harder and harder to keep to keep running so now you need people who who uh, know how these plants work who uh, can solve the generation, reliability liability sector to, to some extent, um, and stabilize Eskom as much as possible, uh, whilst we, we get energy from somewhere else or some new sources to, to fill up our generation shortfall.
1: Does that then perhaps suggest that the current crop of people working at Eskom is incompetent? And do you believe the answer to the power crisis solely lies in addressing the skill shortage at Eskom?
0: Um, I don't think it's solely in the skill shortage. I think it has much more to do with the fact that we didn't build any power stations 20 years ago. Um, but, yes, I think the fact that we were in state 6 load implies that they should, there's most likely a, a whole lot of incompetent people at ESCOM at the moment. Not everyone, um, obviously, but, uh, but uh, the, this is not what it looks like when you're meeting the country's energy demands. Um, it's not solely incompetence. Uh, it's it's the simple fact that we, uh, well, did not plan correctly for energy requirements and energy generation. Uh, they, even the plans that they have now are inadequate and not at all going to solve the power, power crisis. And the insistence on the government trying to lead this process when after 15 years uh, we now need to accept government either cannot or will not solve this. ESCOM influence policy, government makes it, and Africa does not have energy. So we've got a massive problem uh, regarding uh, our leadership in this uh, in this situation. And that's why we've uh, gone The other one said we we need small-scale generation on a large scale. Uh, We're going to enter the space and start generating power on our uh, buildings' roofs um, as quickly as possible and trying to sell it back into the grid. Uh, for the simple reason, uh, we're going to have to solve this problem uh, with or without government.
1: Now, here's a sticky issue, which you're not very happy about. uh, Solidarity Mm. has objected to the proposal by ESCOM to levy consumers who go off the national grid and finding alternative power. So if I want to cook with the sun with Mm. my solar power system, they want to switch off the sun. Tell us more about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, exactly. It's akin to uh, you you show up at a restaurant and they tell you, uh, no, we can't give you any food. The kitchen is closed. And then when you go and make food at home, they send you a bowl and say, "Oh, <laughs> well, you should have eaten here." So uh, we're we're completely this is this is irrational. Um, we need to be incentivizing small scale generation. We need to be getting more people to generate power, ultimately with the goal of getting electrons into the grid from any source uh, that we that we can. And this has the exact opposite effect. This disincentivizes Now That's one thing for us to not be able to meet the energy demands of a country. Uh, But it's another for them to then insist that no one else be able to meet the energy demands of the country as well. So we think this this has the exact opposite effect that it should. It's not rational, given our current situation of uh, a 6,000 megawatt generation shortfall. Um, And uh, if this goes through, we're going to take it to court and say this is is the exact opposite of what we should be doing. We should be incentivizing small-scale generation on a large-scale, and making sure we've got a decentralized power generation network, that then gives us more redundancy and more capacity.